Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Super Champ Chuck. We back at it with another episode on this ring ceremony edition of Kingdom Cast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two of them. At least three total for our franchise. But yeah, man, before we get into all that jazz and all that, I'm going to introduce the panel here. My homegirl Kylie's on the bottom left. My guy Country's on the bottom right. And our soon-to-be film analyst, our guy D-Max on the top right. So, yeah, uh, Boogie's not here. You know, unfortunately, he had a life event that happened, unfortunately. But he's doing well. He's doing fine. So he'll be back on the next one, hopefully. So, hey, so, so yeah, dog, we, uh, we're just sitting here waiting to see what the ring's going to look like. You know, everything's back to being, being private. You know, the last time we won... It was out in the open, live stream at Arrowhead. We got to see it. But, you know, this time we're going back to being private. So, I mean, how excited are y'all, man, to see these rings? I'm excited. Man, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm super stoked. Uh, I thought it was interesting. It feels like it's this one's a lot more, like, dressed up. Like, they got the red carpet rolled up. Everyone's in, like, their suits. Andy's popping off. You got the red buttons. I don't know if you saw that thing, but he <laughs> looks fly. I just wanted to give him a hug. He looks so great. Um, no, everyone looks good. I can't wait to see the rings. Hey, long as it looks better than that Bengals championship ring, <laughs> you know, oh, the man. bar's kind of low, but you know, as long as it looks better than that, you know, the one you got out the Cracker Jack box. <laughs> <laughs> long as it looks better than that. How many girls do you need to be a guest on this show? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we might do the fan stuff one day. We, yeah. When we, we get to enough fans. subscribers, we're definitely going to do a fan. We've invited fans on the show before. We've tried it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. But yeah, like uh, yeah, I saw Andy Reid. He was dripped out. But Brett Veach, he was dripped out though. He brought out the he brought out the Elevens though. Brought the breads, man. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, like, our GM got some drip, man. <laughs> and then uh, I saw uh, Darren Smith's live stream, and you know Willie Gay, he was off in the camera after the interview. You know, just showing off his suit and doing all these different looks and stuff. I said, this dude is a fool, man. Willie but, yeah. Willie is the funniest dude on the team, in my opinion. He is hilarious. Yeah, he might be. He, he really might be the funniest one. Willie is a character, he, man. Because, you, you know, at first the, uh, for the longest, okay. Chris Jones was the only character on the team. You know what I'm saying? And Frank Clark had his little thing, but Chris Jones was actually funny. And then come to find out, um, what's the dude we traded to, or dude that went to New Orleans? Um, oh, Tyron? Or Kyle. No, not Tyron. Saunders. Colin. We come to find out Colin is – very hilarious on the Super Bowl thing. Remember, they was going to the AFC Championship. He was mic'd up, and yeah. he was hilarious. And then mm-hmm. he got traded. But Willie Gay is a, is is a complete character. So I know a lot of people want to trade Willie Gay or want to get rid of Willie Gay. But I think what he brings is not only what he does on the field; it's that energy that he brings on the sidelines. You got to replace that, too. A lot of people just think about production on the field, but it's a lot of intangibles that go into just replacing guys and stuff. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, good question. I didn't see him. 
Yeah, it, yeah. it didn't look like we saw the Clyder uh, Chris Jones there, uh, but I don't think it's a big deal either way, personally. <laughs> Damn, can we discuss Clyde right quick? I think Clyde said something, and I kind of get why he's not showing up to these events. Yeah, I my, own, my own personal opinion is that Clyde feels like he didn't contribute enough to the team to be invited to those or to be in, in attendance of those, which is he's kind of being harsh on himself, but I feel where he's coming from. And I under I completely understand that. But then he feels like he was getting healthy and contributing and and they got in the rug got pulled on him, pulled out from under him at the last minute. And he's just like, I don't want to go to no parade. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do, you know what I'm saying? If I didn't contribute, I feel exact. I feel that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not mad about that. I know people, I know because Clyde already is not like. So when you pull a move like that, even though he may have a point, if you're already not liked in the city, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But if, um, who, who, who actually could pull that move and not be? Dang. Nobody gives yeah. Chad Henney any crap for being at the parade. Like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, or Shane Boucher. Nobody gives Shane crap for being there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he skipped the parade, nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel where Clyde is coming, but the way that he's treated or the way he's looked at it in this town, he's never gonna get a fair shake anyway, even though he may have a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got the same views as you, country. Like, you know, the more I seen Clyde not showing to the stuff, um, Clyde, I mean, he felt like he didn't contribute. And he also thought he was going to be playing in the, the actual Super Bowl, and he never got out there on the field. So, I mean, that could also be another reason why he's not showing to these events. And, hey, it, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Yeah. I- I think, there's a, I think there's a lot of stigma around Ky, or uh, CEH because people are like, oh, he's not showing up. Are we going to trade him? Like, that's, I think that's the intrigue I have behind it is like, I am guilty of not being the biggest fan of Clyde. And I think a lot of that stems from like where he was drafted, like his draft position and the fact that there was a lot of pressure on him from the beginning anyways to do a lot. And he's kind of been underwhelming in that sense. And then of course there's the injuries. But I think at the end of the season, when we saw that his, he wasn't really contributing anymore. It was like, are they going to trade him? Are we going to get something out of this? Like, I think there was just a little intrigue for me personally. But but here's here's a here's the the flip side to that, Kylie. He has been at every OTAs, every practice in the off season, every event. Like like he hasn't been to the events, but he's been at the facility every day working his ass off. You know no, what I'm saying? Has, so I'm talking about like February. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that. No, I'm just giving the. You know, Boogie's not here, so somebody got to play devil's advocate. <laughs> this is my job. devil's advocate. <laughs> that even though he hasn't been to the events, he didn't go to parade. He uh, apparently he's not at the rinks ceremony. Um, he wasn't at uh, the White House. He's been in the facility every day. And we can all vouch for that. Brett V said it. Andy Reid has said it. Teammates have said it. He's been there every day working his ass off. So he kind of he got he got bad 
but he kind of working some good in there at the same time. Like this is always with Clyde. It's like it's he's never going to be able to make up for where he was drafted, but he does good things. Like it's like before Clyde got hurt, Clyde was what leading the team in touchdowns. Clyde was on his way to a career type of year, and nobody cares about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know what like, I'm saying like it always boils down to he was the first. He's a first-round guy, and he's not living up to expectations and all that stuff. But I don't know. It's just weird. But I, I think at a certain point, you kind of got to let that go. I, I reached that point, I think, at the end of the 2020-21 season, I think it was. I was just like, okay, well, I know that I didn't like the pick at the time because, you know, running backs in the first round is something that I'm <laughs> directly opposed to. But now it's it's not about that. You're on the team. You're here contributing. You're on the books. Let's see what you can bring to the table. What he brought to the table last year, I thought, was a guy that earlier on the year was a useful useful piece in this offense. Um, he blocked as well as he can at his size. He received the ball out of the backfield. He gave us a little bit of rushing value. And he kept Jet healthy when he didn't have to take all those snaps early on. And that works just fine for me. And I, that's exactly what I expect out of him this year. And country to your point, him being in the, in the facility, being at OTAs, that's the important stuff as far as I'm concerned. If he doesn't want to go to ring night, if he doesn't want to go to the parade, those are the things. And, and his explanation in the press conference was that he had given his word uh, to the Fashion Week thing as well. And he didn't want to go back on that. And I understand that as a man. So it, overall, like you said, he's doing the important things, putting the work in. And I think he's continued to be a contributor to this team, not to love, of course, that his draft status is, but at a certain point, I let that go and I evaluate what you are as a player. And he's a player in the room of running backs of, you know, from my perspective, you're always rotating them in and out. He's a guy that contributes. And, and that's what matters most to me. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Never gotten that ever in my life. So congratulations. That's a new one. I've never heard that. Bro, now that he said it. I have never heard that before. Wow. Now now that he said it though, there's a little yeah. tone brain in you, D Mac. Oh I man, we, guard. I wasn't ready for that. that I, I, I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> I can't like unhear it now. Like now, I I, hear there, it. there is a little Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Patrick Edward Brady. What it, 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 what Oh my God! That's gonna bring a smile to his face. <laughs> you, like you know, you know, it's gonna bring back that that sharp face that Boogie had one time. You know that running <laughs> man that was going on. Yeah, he gonna do one of those. Boogie <laughs> has the best. Boogie has the best facial reactions out of this show. Him and Kylie. Kylie's sneaky with hers, but. One of the guests. One of the guests said something, and Kylie was like. <laughs> it was so quick, but it was just I can't it was like it. someone said like Finn was our best cornerback, and I was like, <laughs> I'm so offended. I remember, I remember I that. I was so offended. I was like, Finn. Anyway, Finn, no, baby. <laughs> oh, that was it. Who was that? Who said that? Oh, I'm gonna think about that all night. Oh, good night. Anyway, where are we at? Anyway, I kind of wish I kind of wish people weren't so hard on Clyde. 
And and like DMAC said, eventually we're gonna have to let it go. But this is not a town of letting it go. This is not, no. this is not the town. They're still mad at Tony Gonzalez for the Atlanta Falcons comment. And that was and he's explained Tony Gonzalez has literally got on his knees and begged Kansas City to Please love him again. And they still be like, Yeah, but it's from Atlanta, bro. Like we don't let things go. You know what I'm saying? Like Tony gonna have to make a Tyrese music video and try to get us heart back, man. It's crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. What's the next topic? Speak, uh, speaking of not letting it go, uh, the Bengals. <laughs> Great segue. Damn, you want to get to them already? <laughs> Can we just get it over with, please? All right, cool. Go ahead. Let's, go. Uh, let's, let's talk about these bum bungles. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, okay. So, okay. So, Joe Burrow was asked during his press conference during the week, asked, I guess, a reporter asked him, like, who's the best quarterback in the league? And he said, Patrick Mahomes is the one to knock off. You know, until somebody has a better year than him, then it's his. And then Jamar Chase got a wind of it from another reporter. <laughs> and uh, Jamar was backing up his guy, Joe Burrow. He said, of course, he's going to say Joe Burrow's the best. You know, that's his guy. But the issue I have is that he took it a step too far. When the reporter's like, uh, well, Joe said, Pat. He was like, Pat? Pat who? Now, the Pat, when he said Pat who, that's when you poking the bear again. That's when you poke the bear again, dog. Like, okay, you could have answered that a different way. You know what I mean? Instead of, instead of going along with Pat who? It's like these players and fans of this of this organization, dog, they just they don't know when to quit. They really don't know when to quit. <laughs> and we gotta teach them a lesson every time. <laughs> and and don't don't do the lame. Well, Joe said he was the best quarterback, and then Jamar said who's the best player. And Which is still a bad answer because no. it's, yeah. it's stupid. Stop it. Still, you got it wrong. So, because <laughs> really, Joe Joe Burrow, the head guy, effectively killed every argument they had for the rest of the year. Pat's the best quarterback. I'm chasing him. He's the guy that I'm trying to be. So why would you spark it right back? He sparked it right back up. It was dead in the water, and he he brought it right back up. And now it's like even it, it's like ten times worse now. It's like I I don't like them. <laughs> They're not worthy of being our rival. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just gonna say it. this is a PSA. It's country's thoughts. It's not Canaan Cas. Feelings or nothing it doesn't represent them. I'm sick of the Bengals. I'm sick of your fans. And then I realized that y'all get it from your coaches. Y'all get it from y'all players. So y'all don't have no. Y'all just, y'all just lost in the water. Y'all, oh, y'all a oh, ship without a rudder, a ship without a captain, just floating in the ocean, trying to be relevant. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Three and one. Whoop de doo. We haven't beat y'all in Cincinnati since 1984. Who cares? You're three and eight at Arrowhead in the same span. Like, who cares? What does that mean? And then They're the just a pathetic fan base, bro. It's just from top to bottom. You don't even have a practice facility. 
Stop it. <laughs> Leave us alone. Please. They still haven't gotten an Just... indoor practice facility yet? Bruh. Jesus it was in the worst. Oh, okay, the they're worst. building it. Okay, they're building it. <laughs> Bruh. The mayor's an idiot. Why would he get involved? <laughs> They're trying to. They're trying to. They're trying to drum up um, Orlando <laughs> Brown. I get it. You're supposed to drum up your new free agents, but we know the guy. We know him. We we we've been lying to people about Orlando Brown for the last two years. We know his weaknesses. We've seen him play a lot of Sundays. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You good, but then the Cincinnati Reds want to bag it on too. I didn't see that. That's they brought he up said, the Royals. We, we don't homo. give a damn about the Royals. <laughs> like this many people care about baseball. Like I don't care. Uh, That's ridiculous. I, I'm a Cardinals fan. I don't care about the Reds either. <laughs> it doesn't make much sense to me. Look, I I I will say this. I'll I'll be the boogie contrarian on this topic. I love it, though. I love that this is something that continues to have fuel added to it. Yeah. I think that rivalries make sports a lot of fun. If we didn't have somebody to go back and forth, because obviously we've beaten the Bills into submission. I think 13 seconds broke them, and then last year they were just a dead man walking by the time the playoffs came around. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about having somebody that you have that animosity for, <laughs> us cutting lamins and them wanting to pick him up and, and put him in, wanted to bring him in and try and steal things from him. Us winning a ring with Carlos Dunlap, them taking Orlando Brown Jr., all the talk back and forth. That's great for me. Like, I enjoy it. I have a lot of fun with it, and I'm glad that it exists because otherwise it would be a little bit more boring. But they're not worthy of it, D-Mac. You, you don't get to choose your rivals sometimes. Sometimes Why you not? Look, man. The, but look, the Jazz weren't worthy of being Jordan's rivals, but he kept beating them in the finals. So it happened. It is what it is. Like you, you just, it is what it hey, is. Hey, bro, another, another, another public service announcement. Jacksonville Jaguars, please step your game up and take, take, be our rivals, please. We need new rivals. We need, we need better fans. We need new rivals because these guys are pathetic. The Bills. Pathetic. Well, I don't know. They need to worry about their wide receiver before they even come try to holler at us. That's a different. Yeah. The Bengals. Pathetic. Y'all never won. The Bengals had in in a perfect opportunity to write a great story. You beat Kansas City in AFC in Arrowhead in Kansas City. Beat them. Went to the Super Bowl. You lost. You didn't finish the job. So you're still trying to ask for respect like you finished the job, but you you didn't finish the job. You should have beat the Rams. There's no way you should have lost to the Rams. But now they keep coming back cocky like they won that Super Bowl, which they didn't. They have never won a Super Bowl. You're on the end of some of the worst Super Bowl losses in history. Joe Montana still picking off Cincinnati Bengals as he beats them on the way to the Hall of Fame. Stop it. I think Joe Montana had 14 touchdowns in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, he was going stupid. And he was able to point out that John Candy was sitting in the audience while he was kicking y'all ass. <laughs> Stop it, bro. Stop it. Ugh. Oh, then Jamar Chase this tweeted a pathetic fan game. base, bro. This... Like, Jamar tweeted that. After Jamar said what he said, he said, put that on the wall. And that, that didn't go so well. Because, I mean, our Chiefs fan base clapped back at that. 
You already know. You already know. I saw I saw the Super Bowl champions logo on the actual on the wall like seven <laughs> times on my timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I enjoy it so much because I just I love because it, it makes it so much sweeter. Because there was to me, and this was obviously a little bit before we started interacting everything, but there wasn't any juice to like being the Titans like cool with the Derrick Henry thing. And obviously Frank Clark got a legendary post-game interview, but there's nobody really interact with that. I don't know that many Titans fans, but this makes it a little bit more juicier when we end up kicking their butt. And that's all. I enjoy that aspect of it. That's a valid, that's probably, a valid point, Chris. Nobody in our division is. <laughs> we are, hey bro, we are the segment of the show where they be like, Remember when Tiger was on top, and it, it was always used to be like, "Hey, who you gonna pick, the field or Tiger?" Mm-hmm. We are at that level of of stardom right now. Our team is at that level. Now, mm-hmm. the thing about it, everybody wants to knock you off. So, it's this is a this is a hard level to stay at. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to maintain. We have been maintaining this level, but we are not. We don't have regular rivals, bro. Our rival is the field. It's not just Cincinnati. Yep. It's and not. Then you, met, then you mentioned the Buffalo Bills. Like, I mean, both of them franchises, they've never won a Super Bowl. And then you mentioned Jacksonville. They haven't won a Super Bowl either. As a matter of fact, they haven't gone to the Super Bowl yet. And I am pretty high on Jacksonville, you know, moving forward as far as, like, being the new team that challenges us in the AFC. So. Yeah. Oh boy, what's up with the Nitro? <laughs> Shout out to Nitro, man. Shout out. Nitro got the exclusive interview with Lamar Jackson. He did. I'm, and so, let I'm me sorry. S- I'm sorry. I had to mention it. <laughs> no, no, you're good. And shout out to Nitro. The first time that I ever interacted with Nitro was before the season. He was like, you know the Chargers sweep you all this year. I was like, Nitro, <laughs> you may be a little bit new to this division. That don't really happen over here. That's not what's gonna happen. You know, I like yeah. Nitro a lot. I love his passion. He's a great guy to talk about the Ravens with. Uh, a couple of folks have been saying the charge is going to knock us off. I'm like, look, we already get that from the national media, dog. We don't need, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need little guys like ourselves and y'all to say that too. So I was, I was starting to miss it from the national media because it was a little quiet during the spring, but after we swept them, and then you know it started to pick it up back up now. You know, Sean Payton, we're starting to hear about the new offense for Justin Herbert. For, you know. We'd, we'd leave the Raiders alone for right now, but we're starting to hear that hype for the other two right now, and I'm enjoying it a lot now. <laughs> yeah, the Faders got some problems. Is, per is, usual. Is, is Denver is Denver the new darling right now? Yeah, they the new hype job. People love them some champagne, <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. why? Champagne ain't been nothing since he won the Super Bowl. He's been that's going why. down because he got that one. He got that one ring. That's why. <laughs> That elevator been going down slowly. It's a yeah. slow escalator to nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> and then we don't know if Russell Wilson gonna actually bounce back. That's a, bounce that's a back. mystery within itself. Even if he bounced back, what are you gonna bounce back to? Regular? He was that bad <laughs> last year. He was terrible last saying. year. We, we never said a bounce back though. would be regular. Mm-hmm. Hey man, long as you got Sierra, he's still winning. He's still winning with Sierra, though. <laughs> yeah, big fact. That's right. Off the field, big things going on for him. But he said he was dropping like ten to fifteen pounds, and that he was changing all his workouts and stuff. We'll see. I don't know. But don't know. The, the problem with you wasn't that you were overweight. That wasn't a problem. 
It was your play. It was. It had nothing to do with we. Nobody was looking at Russell like, well, he's just fat. That's why he acting like that. No, bro, you just played bad. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with. Uh, okay, next didn't subject. Go ahead. Well, didn't they change their uh, their saying to like uncommon yeah. or something? Oh, something my goodness, really dog. oh my goodness! Oh my So it used to be like Broncos country, let's ride, and now it's uncommon. Is that right? Like at least Broncos country, let's ride is funny. Like this is right. funny, but like uncommon. What? <laughs> what does yeah, that even I, mean? I don't know where they was going with that. Man. I really don't, dog. And and Ken Swanson had a great post today. He had a great response to that. He put out the picture of Common, the Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> this is a picture of Common. The other one, I don't, I don't know uncommon? who did it. It was like the Denver Broncos beating the Chiefs. Uncommon. <laughs> that doesn't happen. What? <laughs> Yes, hey, please bro. Hit the like button, people. Please hit the hey. like button. Hit the like. Yeah. That's another thing. He did say MVP. When did he win the MVP, Jamar? So uh, he Jamar probably won it for drug tested. I think of it was MVP team? of the Pro Bowl game. I think he was. He probably <laughs> probably <laughs> that don't count. Nobody care about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Sierra Wilson. <laughs> Sierra Wilson. <laughs> Did uh, you see him courtside yeah. at the Nuggets game and that hat, those glasses? Sorry, I had to get that in. No, yeah, he got ignored by Jamal Murray too when he was walking off the floor. Yeah, I was just about to ask. <laughs> Jamal Murray was like, "Yeah, I just want a title. I don't care about this guy." <laughs> get on that level, right? Yeah, y'all got to show us the injury-free season first. Y'all the new Chargers. Y'all get hearts yeah. like the new Chargers. Oh, Lord, yeah. And, and, I, and, and they had an F on their training staff. They were great on their training staff. When your whole yeah. secondary get hurt in the first game of the season, don't talk about Super Bowl. <laughs> but, yeah, but shout out to the Nuggets, though. They'll hold over that city of Denver for a while. Let's let's let's, let's let's break this comment down. Of course he's oh, supposed boy. to say that. Yes. Of yes. course. He should but be saying But then that. you say, Pat, who? That right, was the, the part. Issue. That's the part that we're worried about. It's not the fact that he said his quarterback is the best. He's supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. I expect him to say that. It's Pat who? What do you mean, Pat who? That's the part where you messed up at. Mm-hmm. It ain't the fact that he said it. It's Pat who? Because how dare you? Andy laughed after it. He like giggled. He knew what he was he doing. He knew he had bumped his head. You know, it was a little disrespect, and that's that's cool. That's what, like I said, it's all a part of the rivalry, and I like it. Sometimes a little brother got to try and, you know, you know, get at big brother every once in a while, remind him that he's there. You know, it's easy to talk from 20 feet away, and then you end up on the same field. We'll see what happens. But here's all the I thing, man. Week here's... 18 is a very long ways away. Long <laughs> way. It's going to be a long few months about this. Mm-hmm. Here's the weird thing about it, though. Neither side should be really talking too much because all games have been, what, four games, a combined 12 points, yeah, three points every game. So it really shouldn't be a lot of, hey, you guys suck or you guys aren't this, you guys aren't that. They're a worthy opponent. They are. We Let's admit that. They are a worthy opponent. This is a worthy rivalry, even though I hate, that their fan base is pathetic and never won nothing. So why are they talking about these things? But it is a worthy rivalry. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't get too crazy about 
you know, you guys, we beat you guys without three old linemen and well, we beat you guys with without three wide receivers. How many wide receivers did we lose that game? Four. McCall. Four that game. Juju. Mm-hmm. Tony. Uh, Kadarius. Yeah. We lost our starting wide receiver, sir. What do you what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? So and then we also and, lost and, our best corner in that game as well. Jerry Sneed got yeah, hurt on the Jerry third Sneed. play from scrimmage. And then uh, T. Higgins says, well, if I was in the game. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Yeah. It was Tyler Boyd? Yeah. Oh, Tyler Boyd. We yeah. barely even know who Tyler Boyd is. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. You're that other guy. Mm-hmm. We know the other two guys, but you're the other guy. Stop it. Not the other yeah. guy talking crazy. Yeah, I mean, their offensive line got decimated. We, hey, we lost our wide receiver room. Hi, Julia. Um, we lost our slot corner in our best corner in Sneed. They lost their slot wide receiver. It was their third best wide receiver. You know, ask about if Joe Burrow can get it done with only two great wide receivers, I suppose. But, I, I mean, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Injuries are a part there, of the game. Does, does beating them in the AFC Championship, does that trump? Because I don't care about being 3-1. and one. I think 1-1 one and one is the real record. I don't care yeah, if it's three one. About. I don't care. You come three and one. The Cincinnati thing since nineteen eighty four. We got two rings in four years. I don't care what the record is against individual people. Facts. Like me. Like the he fact does. that we lost to the Colts the last or two years in the regular season, that. whatever. I don't care. That's cool. Right. Whatever. You're not remembering remember it like that. Remembering the Super Bowls. That's who. That's who. That's who should be talking. Indianapolis should be like, yeah, but we beat you. Well, they can't talk too much because oh, we, we, sent, we sent Andrew Luck to retirement. <laughs> we, we took yeah, their that's entire only, that's that's low retirement. Key. Low key. We got payback. We got payback for that blown lead. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, That's the only fan base I'm scared of is the Colts. <laughs> I mean, that's real talk it's right just there. Something, it's just something about the Colts. I hate – we just cannot beat the Colts straight up. We beat them when we need to, but – and then, like the Bills, and then the Bills been getting us in the regular season, too. I mean, we yeah. didn't beat them in the playoffs, but they've been getting us in the regular season. So, well, when and then when Andy Reid comes out and says, Well, or Spags comes out and says, Well, we held some stuff back in that game, you know what I'm saying? Like that game, even the last game, shouldn't have been as close as it was. Some of those games could have been blowouts. Either either side, they all could have been blowouts, but they they always end up being tight last minute. You made a mistake last. We capitalized. We won the games. Yeah, it could go really either way. Going out of it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So like it is it is a good rivalry. I think it might be the best rivalry in sports. And I know John and Kyle probably know a hockey game that's probably better. But I don't care. I don't care about hockey right now. But <laughs> It's, <laughs> but Shout right now I think in 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 the totality of sports, Cincinnati versus Kansas City might be the biggest one right now. Yeah, I don't think there's a bigger rivalry. Like obviously, you take some of the divisional stuff out of it. Like obviously, some of these things are more entrenched. But as far as a rivalry where I mean, both sides leader. don't like each other, like I I don't think it gets better than what you have right now because two really good teams that don't like each other is rare enough. And, and this is obviously NFL, the biggest sport. So, yep, NFL still the king around here. So, but uh, but before we move on, man, uh, Bobby Stroop he caught wind of what you know Jamar mm-hmm. said and all that, and he already posted on Twitter. So him and Patrick they they locked in. 
<laughs> they locked in. So hey, remember, remember, I made a comment about Lewis Reddick and Andy Reid. They got me blocked, so I'm not going to repeat it. If you know, you know. <laughs> you had to be there. You had to be there. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby is the equivalent to that oh, with yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Anger so translator. When, when Bobby speaks, mm-hmm. a lot of that is Pat Mahomes speaking because he can't say those type of things. So when Bobby is going off and tweeting during the games, it's, that's coming from Petty. That's, that's Petty. The- Petty Mahomes. Pat might take over. Bobby might be Pat's burner account. <laughs> he is essentially. It is. That's what it is. Pat, it, but that's that's just a little detail that makes Mahomes like a perfect star. Like he doesn't he doesn't do those things, but he has somebody that lets you know that he's thinking these things so that because he needs to get it out in the open so that we know what you're talking about. We know that you see this, and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, speaking of Patrick and Bobby, let's go ahead and segue over to the quarterback series on Netflix that's coming out next month on July the 12th. It's featuring our quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, and you got Kirk Cousins of the Vikings, and you got Marcus Mariota. I don't know what team he's on currently. Uh, if he's on the team, is he, is he with the Philly? Did Philly sign him? Yes. I okay, can check yeah. that. I okay. believe with he the Philly? Right. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he is. Back up. Okay, so yeah, he's with the Eagles now. Yeah, All right, so yeah. So now this now I saw the trailer, man. This mug is gonna be dope. I mean, you get like yeah. three different perspectives of quarterbacks. Like you get to see uh from a view of a quarterback that's had a lot of success, and you get to see a view of a quarterback that's like average or he's going through the roller coasters a little bit, and then you get to see uh a quarterback perspective of one who lost a job and got to sell for a backup role and, and just trying to look for another opportunity. So you get those three different perspectives. And I'm glad Netflix did it in this way. Now, the names may not be sexy besides Patrick Mahomes, but you get an idea of like how each of these guys prepare each week. So I'm going so this I can't I can't wait till it comes out, man. So I want to see how deep I want to see how deep they go. Mm-hmm. Like well, they already got the I'm like that comment and it's already in the chat, which is Man, if if we would have known he said that at that time, week four, that would have been crazy. That that would have been a t-shirt all over the place. Yeah. But I'm like that is like, oh, we, yeah, that's gonna be. It's gonna get used so, a lot. For sure. Yeah, it's gonna oh, get yeah. used a lot. So I I want to see how deep they go. Like, are we going pre-game, during the game, post-game? Monday, Tuesday, like how 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 deep are we going into their lives every day? Mahomes yeah. did say. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm like really excited to see their home life, and though it looks like they're showing a lot of like Brittany and the kids, and I think it's really important to see kind of the struggles that maybe the wives have as well through all this, because I mean it's a sacrifice for them as well, and I think that's gonna be really cool. Just to get a look at that and um, see how strong those women probably really are to support their husbands. And then, of course, I'm really excited to see Mahomes and the ankle injury and kind of see what that looked like behind the scenes. And to your point, country, like how deep into that will they go um, in regards to rehab and the pain? And I'm, I'm super pumped. I was like ready to run through a wall whenever I saw chills and everything. Woo! And it's unfiltered, too. I need, I need that raw... 
cussing and everything. You know what I'm saying? So well, Pat said he got to cut some stuff out. He was yeah, like, Mahomes said that. Yeah, he got a little bit of uh, some editing uh, credit and control on that aspect of it. But I think the fact that the season ended in title, the fact that, you know, obviously we were the only team that got past the first round as it was. I think that this is going to, you know, give you a really good look into what kind of happened as far as the injury is concerned. And, you know, like you said, the rehab and the struggles in that manner. So I'm really... Definitely looking forward to it because this is, like you said, it's a behind-the-scenes uh, look. Obviously, they have a lot of family stuff included in there, a little bit about their preparation and stuff. So I, I think it's going to be a great documentary. Um, and obviously, the star of the show is going to be our quarterback. You know what? I secretly think you might come out loving Mariota and uh, Cousins a lot more than, yeah, I mean, than people do. You see that human side of these guys and, and you know, it, that that certainly always endears you to them. And, and I'll say this, you know, obviously I have my thoughts on Kirk as a quarterback, but he's always seemed like a guy that has the backing of the locker room all the way back since it was Washington mm-hmm. days. And, and so that, from that standpoint, you know, I, I think these guys certainly do mean something to the locker room. Mariota, of course, left the team. So that's going to be a really interesting thing yeah. to see how they tackle. He left it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he left yeah. the team after he did get benched. So that that's going to be very interesting to see what ends up happening as far as that aspect of it. Yeah, another yeah, public service that. announcement. I'm sorry. Either my thoughts, my thoughts alone, and not <laughs> reflective of the cast or the, the Kingdom cast crew. Hey, man, leave that man wife alone, bro. Let that that's shit go, bro. That's still a thing, bro. They, they was comparing it to Aisha Curry. I guess she was taking off her ring and whatever she was doing. I never liked her anyway. But anyway, <laughs> leave. <laughs> hey, these are my thoughts. My thoughts are wrong. They are not reflective of I the I haven't even heard group. these Aisha Curry rumors. I can't even get into this. Leave Brittany alone. It, it's no matter what she say. To this point, we don't know what's going on. He been with the girl since high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he loves the girl. Apparently, even though, even if you don't like her, how she look or her attitude, like even okay, a couple of years ago, Brittany was wilding out. Brittany was throwing water on fans and shaking up champagne bottles. She was going crazy, right? I think Pat. <laughs> Pat had to sit down with Brittany. Pat had to sit down with Jackson. Hey, chill out. Right? Brittany didn't Brittany fulfilled her role to perfection. She got the current. She's she's supporting her squad. She's doing everything she's supposed to do as the wife of the man who runs the city. Jackson kind of fell off, and we'll we ain't talking about Jackson. Just leave Brittany alone, man. Just let Brittany. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this show shows a side of her that people can start relating to instead of just hating her so much. You know what I'm saying? Just leave her alone. Here go another t-shirt. Thank you, Juice. You're welcome. Leave Brittany. <laughs> it's really the same. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like y'all got, <laughs> It's not like y'all gotta live with her. It's not that big of a deal. Right. I promise you. Like it's it's gonna be okay if <laughs> she exists. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, dog. Like, look, yeah. Patrick like who he like. You know what I mean? They've been together for a long time. It is what it is. They, they ain't stopping no time soon, bro. But these are fans. They're not going to like if Patrick married 
Who's the hot girl right now? If he marries Zendaya, they would hate that. Well, she sucks I on would hate show. That. That is She's not a good actress. And it'll always be something. You feel me? Like, it'll always be something. Yeah, I mean, that, that unfortunately comes with the territory because Pat is the best in the league, and you can't get him on the field, so you got to get him somehow. Yeah, every time every time they see him, like, man, Patrick, Patrick married that, man. Patrick got somebody better than that. Like, Patrick... He's the best player in the league. Like, he ain't got a better look. Like, yeah, oh, man. Hey, man. Alone, <laughs> hey, as many kids as he got with her now, you he better keep her as cheaper to keep her. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That, Next that, topic. That, Next topic. Yeah. Anyway. Next uh, topic. So the rings. So the rings. I can tell I missed y'all, right? I haven't been on the show in a couple weeks, so I've been, too, I've been brewing on some things. <laughs> yeah, clearly. He's like, I got a lot to say. Yeah, clearly. Oh, but, uh, man. I, I am looking forward to that special, though, man. Um, I do want to say this, though, before we move on. It, it's kind of wild how on that one clip, when Kirk Cousins got hit, he made a big play, and he asked, like, uh, what happened? Where was he down at? And he yeah. said he was down 10. He's like, oh, I would have got him right away. I said, yo, that is wild, dog. If you would have knew, if you would have knew that it happened before you got knocked out or whatever, you would have got up right away. That's just, <laughs> I found it interesting. But yeah, let's go to the next. Uh, let's go to the next. Um, Rasheed Rice, he signed the final rookie deal of all the rookies in this draft class. So every single pick in this year's 2023 draft class of the Chiefs is officially signed with no so, money. <laughs> yep. Once again, barely any money. We got it done. So, uh, Rasheed Rice, I mean, I'm tempering my expectations because you know how this goes with young receivers here under Andy Reid. Unless, like I mentioned that one year, Deshaun Jackson and Jerry, Jeremy Macklin had to get thrown in the fire in Philly. But anyway, you know how this goes. So, I'm tempering expectations with Rasheed Rice this year as far as what he does. But I'm, I'm sure if his name has to be called, like, just say we have, like, an injury to our receiving core, like one or two guys go down, I'm sure – I can depend on him to step up in that situation. So I mean, what y'all think? What you guys think about that news? <laughs> I can't unhear Tom Brady. I know. I bad. We did be back become the black Tom Brady. <laughs> and it's it's even worse because I don't know what my voice sounds like. My voice sounds horrible to me, so I, I can't even. I mean, I like Rasheed Rice. We uh, traded up to get him, so I'm happy to see that they signed him. And like you said, if we've got some injuries, I'd see him being like a six. Or... It's interesting because I'm anxious to see how many receivers they keep. Like, oh, I think, that, what's up? Like, I could see him keeping six, but then without there being a fullback, like, I could also see him keeping seven. So it'll be interesting. I like Rasheed Rice, though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that, like you said, Kylie, if he's called upon, then I think he has a skill set that Andy can certainly put into use. Oh, just no. We're not, we no, not taking no, this disrespect. No. D-Mac, we are not taking I, this I disrespect, Juice. I disagree Juice. with that, Juice. Yeah, you tripping, Juice. Juice, you on timeout for three comments. <laughs> so what, we can play I'm sorry, D-Mac, D-Mac I'm sorry. We, we good. We good. I appreciate nah, it. I'm sorry, bro. Um, Juice, you on no. punishment. <laughs> I think I think Rice can be used effectively though, and and that's all that matters. He's coming in. He's a young guy. He's trying to pick up the playbook. 
similar to Sky last year. If he's called upon, I, I expect him to step in and still do a solid job. And otherwise, he's going to sit behind, you know, guys that they, you know, have as, as guys that can go down the field and VS Watson um, and guys that can use in the intermediate areas as well, like Tony um, and Sky and such. So, you know, it, this is the benefit of having a team that you know is a championship contender now. <laughs> And you can just bring these young guys along slowly. And so he doesn't have to be a great player day one. He can be a great player, you know, down the line. Mm-hmm. So, so reported deal oh, was like 6.4 million, um, 6.4 million was reported mm-hmm. on this deal. I think, I think, I think Rice is, uh, it, hopefully we don't have to throw him in the fire, uh, like we did Jalen and uh, Josh last year. But I think they came out better players for that. So it's kind of like, if we have to throw him in the fire, that means somebody got hurt. Mm-hmm. K KT got hurt again, or um, maybe yeah, Justin Watson is not performing like you want right. him to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it, it could be a good thing or a bad thing. It could be it could be a good thing long term because you throw him in the fire. You, hey, bro. Hey, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know you don't got no choice. Which I think helped Josh. I I think it helped Jalen and all the other rookies that we had. You know what I'm saying? I think it helped George. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it could be a good thing for him long term, but it's just gonna be some bumps and bruises. The worst thing that could happen with with fans, if he comes out and just six for 120, two touchdowns, and then they're gonna be like, Well, we need that every week. And it's just not gonna be it's not going to be like that with anybody in this offense because it's going to be a spread offense. And one day Rice is going to have a game. Sky is going to have a game. Um, Tony, you know, it's going to it's not going to be the same guy. Well, it's going to be Travis, but it, it's going to be another guy being that other guy. And I, I hate that Boogie's not here, but Kylie being the number one Sky Moore supporter. I am officially on the Sky Moore bandwagon. I think my boy's going to have a hell of a year. I'm so happy you've come around. Officially. He's been saying the right things. The right things have been said about him. Yep. He's throwing up. Every day he has something. Uh, I am officially on the Sky Moore. If I go 750 for Sky Moore this year, is that crazy? So I start at five. Hey. I I think he does like seven hundred. I've I've tweeted this out multiple times. I think he's going for a thousand. That's just me personally. Okay, oh, that's my. a big that's a big jump. I know that's it is. <laughs> I know it is. It is a huge jump. I believe in him for that standard. I, I believe that when you come in, you have to learn so much about the offense. But those skills that you saw, why he got drafted so high, don't go away. The kid gets in mm-hmm. and out of cut extremely well. He has very strong hands and now he understands where he needs to be within this offense and today Andy Reid said hey Patrick Mahomes trust him today Patrick Mahomes said yeah you saw last year he was able to work through some adversity he understood what was coming in and this spring he's coming and it's transitioned well and he understands where he needs to be when you have that trust of Patrick Mahomes he's a guy that's going to get you the ball consistently so from that Mm -hmm. standpoint I expect Sky Boy to have that type of year because I believe he has all the talent in the world to do it, and I believe he's going to have the opportunity to do it now. Yep, and like Patrick, Patrick mentioned this in the press conference today, he said that Sky Moore's role is going to be similar to what Juju had this past year. Mm-hmm. So, 
And he said Juju, and he said he can go down the field more than Juju did as well. Uh, and 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 please believe they do not just mention names willy nilly. It's a purpose mm -hmm. behind mentioning mm -hmm. a name. Mm -hmm. It could be a purpose to. It could be a purpose to prop you up. It could be also a purpose to get on your ass, saying your name in a press conference. So when Pat and Andy says a name, look at that name. Look at that name. You know what I'm saying? So that's good for Scott, man. They've been saying the right things about Scott Moore. He's still – I got – hey, bro, John, his, his, his end rounds were horrible. <laughs> Shit. I don't Look, want him doing no end rounds. He can do some screens. No end rounds. That's Please, why, Jesus. That's why no. Kadarius Tony is here. Kadarius Tony thank is the you, guy that you yes, get into yes. face on those special plays where you allow him to be explosive and make those touches count to the maximum amount because that's exactly what he could do amazingly. And he, he's do he's gonna do some of the deep over stuff for, that Miko does too. But Sky Moore is the guy that they're going to be looking for on 35 to move the change. The guys that is going to be working off of Travis Kelsey consistently to keep the, the, the ball rolling. So I'm I'm really excited for Sky Moore's second year. Yeah, Julia brings up Julia brings up Prince. Uh, um, I think Julia brings up Prince, and I wanted to touch on that because Pacheco's not in camp right now. He's not practicing right now because he he was hurt. I think Jared McKinnon's like on a veteran thing, so Prince is getting a lot of valuable reps right now. It's that's that's a good thing for him. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are working out running backs. I think they had what Daryl Henderson in. Yep, they did have. Uh, so that's cool. But I think that yeah, him I was surprised reps right now. That's good for him in the long term. Absolutely. And, uh, don't fall asleep on Clyde yet. I know y'all want to. Don't give up on Clyde just yet. I, I think I think you easily could see. I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Chuck. If you're going to say something. I was about to say, like, I mean, here's the thing, like, before Clyde lost his job, right, he was effective in the red zone. Mm -hmm. I give him that. He will, he was scoring touchdowns, you know. So I'm not completely closing the door on Clyde, but we we pretty much have an idea of what his role is on the team now. I think he's going to be either RB2 or RB3, which is likely RB3. So he's like a situational back now. <laughs> Why, Julius? <laughs> Julia's wild for that comment. That's wild. Tough crowd. Finally, that's not fair. Life's not fair, bro. I said my piece on CEH earlier, and I got you got a little upset with me. So I'm no, 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 no. No, yeah, I mean you read it right. I mean CEH is effective in his his role. I think that. Based on how well Prince has done in training camp, how much Tobe has talked about him as a returner, there's a very good chance that we keep four running backs and, and he's going to be the fourth. So I think this running back room is, is where it needs to be. You have guys that can do that early down work in Pacheco. Obviously, Prince can back him up in, in some respects as far as that running style is concerned. We have guys like CDH and, and, and Jared McKinnon that can handle the third down role. So I, I – I feel comfortable with where the running running back room is at, and I'm glad Prince is taking uh, advantage of the extra snaps that have been made available to him um, in a similar way that Nick Jones has. The fact that McDuffie and, and uh, you know, Snead have kind of been out during OTAs. Nick Jones is a guy that's shown that he has that nickel versatility, and we kind of need that as a backup option, given Watson and Williams are more outside corners. So it's also a good thing to see when you take a guy in the sixth round and, and he's showing that he can do different things early on. 
um, something specifically you need filled in for your back end role. Yep. Yeah, we did. We definitely won't have a Ronald Jones problem this year. That's oh boy. <laughs> Oh, or man. or a, a Josh Gordon problem, so that's a good. Oh thing. man, Josh Gordon. <laughs> By oh, the man, way, how could you? Kel- Kelvin <laughs> Benjamin. I'm trying to Kel- that. Kelvin Benjamin run that poll that I did of what was the worst acquisition between like him, Ronald Jones, Shady McCoy, and um and uh and Josh Gordon. <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin won the poll. Oh, <laughs> what do you say? Hold on, I remember when we signed Kelvin Benjamin, and country was. Was was had so much belief in him that he was going to return back to the form he once had before he got fat in Carolina. So, yeah, but Kelvin, ben, but Kelvin Benjamin, I know the real story of him. Though he was going through a lot of time, you know, he lost his grandma and all that. Yeah, he was. So mm-hmm. that had pretty much affected him mentally, and he just couldn't get back mm-hmm. to once he, to back. what he was. So, yeah, I I definitely believe you, Kelvin. <laughs> yeah, you was banging the table, bro. Just because he played at Florida State, I was bro. rooting for it. He was a Florida State kid too, so yeah, I was already biased. So I, I had mm-hmm. no expectation for him, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't. I don't blame me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. But yeah, back to that <laughs> poll. What you were saying, D Mac? Who won that poll? By the way. Yeah, Kelvin Benjamin did. Uh, I think he, he got thirty six percent. But it was evenly split. Uh, everybody had their, their own guy that they hated the most. That's for sure. It might have been shady though. Might have been shady. Oh, God. Shady. Would have been mine. Uh, I can't stand that dude, man. Right. But, but uh, hey, man. What did I say, Kelvin? Oh no! Go ahead, country. You don't see a lot of uh, uh, I was I was gonna say if uh yeah. Shady McCoy is a replacement for Shannon Sharp, that is probably the worst decision. Yeah, I, that's happening. I not it's not gonna be permanent, but he's gonna be filling in for now. But are they gonna do the okay, you get a week with this guy, you get a week with this guy, we get a week with this guy, we're gonna do a poll. They probably until somebody <laughs> takes a hold of it, they probably will. I, I, they just need to cancel the show. I can't stand Skip, so if they're gonna add fucking Shady McCoy, I look, but no, won't find it on my TV. We all know they should pick Jalen Rose. <laughs> Man, Jalen, Jalen ain't gonna work with Skip. Dog. That, that breeze yeah, that, been burned, dog. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, I'm still Nick Wright, bro, because I think Nick Wright is not gonna give Skip. An ounce of anything, and that that might make an entertaining show. And that's why Skip will never. That's why Skip will never let him on that show. Exactly. That's another. That's the. Will not let him on that show. And another thing, Skip Bayless. He's always worked with the brothers, man. Even back to when he was kid, like he was raised by. I mean, he was more so raised by the housekeeper, and she was black. So he's been around. Um, you know, black oh, grown folks and black kids like his entire life. So he's always worked uh, with somebody black. So it's it's, it's going to be a black person regardless with Skip. You know what I mean? So, uh, but but anyway, uh, let's go on to the last subject, uh, Chris Jones. So Chris Jones, Kai's expected. He didn't show the mandatory mini camp, and then of course there was the rumors going around that he didn't come to the ring ceremony tonight. Um, I'll have to check on that. But is it a big deal, no deal, something to worry about a little bit with Chris Jones as far as him not showing the mandatory mini camp? This is how worried I am, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, dog. 
<laughs> now, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think, I don't think I was necessarily expecting it, but then once it happened, it was like, oh, okay. I mean, sounds like they're, they're still in talks with the agents. The both sides are working, already talking. We know a deal didn't get done the last time until mid-July. So we know there's still time. Um, and I mean, we, ultimately we know Chris wants to be here and we know that we hope that the team wants Chris. So uh, I think a deal is going to get done. I think they're waiting on Quinn and Williams and to see how that falls with the Jets. So we'll we'll see what happens. But it is interesting. I don't know if he ever showed up to the ring ceremony. That would be the only thing that I thought was a little different, just because he's still with the team. So, but that's my only thing. But I'm not worried about mandatory minicamp. And Brett Veach feels pretty good about where they're at right now. I mean, he says, you know, there's a lot of time before training camp, like we just mentioned about where we are with Chris. And, you know, he feels good about where he's going to be every Chris. Like he mentioned that he looks forward to Chris being here, not just for the next year, but for a long time. So, I mean, it's feel like both sides are going to eventually get something done. You know, they just they just haven't agreed to anything yet. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, they said that it was his choice not to be here. So it's not like there's any animosity or issues with him not being there. So I'm not concerned about it. Like Kylie said, they're waiting on Quinn Williams to get his, his deal done. So they know where the bar is set and it's not even close to training camp yet. So they have time to get it done. So, and until those, until Quinn Williams gets his money, I'm not going to be worried about it. Um, and so Chris Jones, as long I'm sure he'll come into to camp shape. I'm not necessarily worried about that either. So uh, I'm not worried at all. Yeah, what's up with Quinn and Williams? Get get that done, bro. Stop holding us up. But as far as Chris, bro, they Brett Beach has alluded to it. Even Clark Hunt came out and said June or July. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we're scheduled. It's not. It's not gonna take. It's not gonna take that much. Um, a lot of people want to trade Snead. I don't know. I wouldn't sleep on uh, moving Snead to safety either. Versatility. Um, I mean, like, what, like it, starting at safety or playing at safety on certain packages? Both. Either either way. Like, I wouldn't sleep on that. It, it all depends on the number. Um, yeah, it all depends. If it's number, I think I think Chris Jones is the first domino to fall. Yeah. yeah. That domino has to fall. And then when that domino falls, it could be a Snead domino. It could be a DeAndre Hopkins domino. It could be something. They're gonna go into the they're gonna go into the season with uh, a fair amount of money. They always do, and and I think they got a couple more moves in them. You know, training camp, somebody's gonna get cut that shouldn't get cut, and and we'll be there to pick them up. So, and, and I they, still think we still got a veteran move left on the D line to make. So, it's not bro, over yet. Yeah, I think bringing back Carlos Dunlap could make a lot of sense for this team, but. And if they don't use that money, I mean, that rolls over the next year as well, the portion of it. So, I, I, like I said, uh, like we said, the Chris Jones extension, we expect to get done. And then that'll open up some more cap space and, and possibly open up some extra moves for them, certainly down the pipe. Um, but Snead, it all depends on what money he ends up asking for. I don't think you're going to see like a $15 million contract for him. That's probably going to be too pricey. And so maybe you see the tag and, and a trade situation after that. But if it's twelve billion dollars, then that's something that maybe they decide to explore, given the way that they, you know, kind of cycle through their DB room. I mean, obviously Justin Reed will be coming up on it last year of his deal as well at that point. So it's going to be interesting to see how exactly they handle that moving forward. But what they've continued to do at a high level is continue to put young, cheap 
options into that DB room that obviously have stepped up in big moments. Now that we talk about guys like Cook, um, obviously Watson, Williams, McDuffie. Um, we like this guy, Nick Jones, where he's shown a little bit in OTAs, and we'll see how that continues, moves on. Forgotten man now is Shamari Corner. We'll see how he factors into this rotation as well. So there are a lot of DB talent that is out there for cheap that they have already in-house. So there's no you know, desperation to keep them if needed, um, and they can kind of play it depending on how the market ends up shaking out. Kylie Friend had an interesting statement today that said he's going to have a great – did he say he was going to have a career great year? Really? You know your buddy Justin? Oh, she yeah. Didn't see said, uh, <laughs> I know. I saw it. I actually have retweeted it. Uh, yeah, he was like, this can be my best year yet or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. I w- I will say another tidbit that we got today, I think it was from Mahomes. He talked about some of the things that Spags is doing with the DBs to start camp. He's saying that he started to disguise some coverages, move guys around. They're not necessarily learning the system. They're taking advantage of the system now. I am going to very much enjoy what Spags does with the back end of these guys that now have a little bit more time in the system and how he uses them to, you know, try and play tricks on the, on the quarterback. So I'm, I, that is the next evolution to make this defense really start giving people problems, start turning over the ball by having guys create mistakes on the back end, a lot of havoc. So that, that next evolution is going to be key for us this year. Yeah. Juice, that I'm sorry. You, you gotta, Juice, you got to get used to a revolving door. That's the price of being a champion. <laughs> that door is going to keep on going. It's not a lot of resigners, dog. This, this is going to keep on going with draft picks. I'm sorry, man. If they can pull off a top ten defense this year, uh, the sky is the limit. I can say uh, the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julia, that, that mm-hmm. linebacker room is nice. Mm-hmm. Or the ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. The ceiling no, is the roof. Shout out to Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah, goat. Nah, but uh, but yeah, man, like. And another Juice thing, no, I'm just going. <laughs> real quick, but but what Juice was saying about the revolving door, I mean, that's just a business in the NFL, dog. Like you're not gonna be able to keep everybody, you know. So you just gotta be good at drafting every year and good at building depth, and you'll be a contender or you'll be a champion every year. <coughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So so yeah, man. Like anything else you want to cover before we get up out of here? We're still waiting hey. on the rings, by the way. They have, really? they have not really? really. I've been I've been refreshing, refreshing, and mm-hmm. yeah, nothing. I, I like the, hey, I like the last one because we actually got to sit there and watch the ceremony. I mean, that was better. That was that's very like weird it. though. The fact that they made this event private and then the COVID one somehow wasn't private, obviously because it was open air or whatever. Yeah, like, like I guess everybody, yeah. had a, everybody had a mask on. I, listen, I'm glad we yeah. had a damn mask no more, man. <laughs> I feel like the marketing ceremony. <laughs> I feel like the one a couple of years ago, like it was so casual. They all had like their polos on. This mm-hmm. one just feels like we've been there before. You know, they're like, yeah, let's go. We got to get another ring. Let's get the red carpet. Let's get the suit. Let me get it pressed. Didn't Andy drive himself, too? Yeah, he like, did. Everyone, everyone like, got a ride, and then Andy's like, hey, where do I park? You, like, you know he got, you know he got a hamburger on the way over, too, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's like the one-on-one awards. Yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. let me tell you how different this is, though, like, when, when we won the Super Bowl the first time, right? Travis Kelsey came out in an all 
all Dior, all Christian Dior fit, including the Jordan ones. And you see this time around is just a regular black suit with a white shirt. He kept it like real conservative, you know what I mean? I mean, so that's how different kinda, this is. It's got some swag though. That suit's definitely a little swaggy, I'd mm-hmm. say. That's because he's wearing it. Because he's wearing it. That's why so, you say that. The, well, this listen, become... okay. And also, <laughs> someone someone said he looked like the fifth member of Color Me Bad, and I couldn't see it. I was like, oh no. Yeah, I definitely can't see that now. So, oh no. That kind of <laughs> <laughs> Oversized clothes is coming back. Which is funny. They are. They are. Thank God, man, because I was tired of them tight, tight jeans, man. <laughs> Country's like, you're not so fit. <laughs> Country's like, I ain't changed hey, for nothing. Hey, hey, man, it got it got to be a weight requirement on these skinny jeans, bro. Got to be. You too big to squeeze all that in there. <laughs> Especially if your knees touch and then your 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 shins go out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! So for anyone who's keeping track, country is sick of Bengals fans and he's sick of skinny jeans. So (laughs) and and tight shirts and tight (laughs) shirts. shirts. Yeah, dude, nipples. I don't want to see your nipples, bro. Like. I don't yeah. need to see your nipples, bro. It's, that's a female thing, bro. Oh, <laughs> your shirt's too tight, bro. Okay. I, I wear 501s, bro. I've been wearing 501s uh-huh. this whole time. It's like, can you breathe? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. How'd you stuff all that in there? <laughs> wow. Then you got the nerve to tuck the shirt in. It's already tight. Like we can see the rolls and everything. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look like the rolls. Who want to be fat on purpose, bro? It's like no. Nah. Goodness. Well. No, I'm a rockaway. Rockaway. No. Oh, I do have a rockaway shirt. I do have one. <laughs> you definitely got a rockaway shirt in your closet. Somewhere, I got one. Definitely. Don't ever disrespect me. I've never been a skateboarder. I've never worn Jinkos. Jinkos yeah, is crazy, dog. No, nah, yeah. Jinkos, Kyle. Come on, man. That's, that's, that's like the far. Steve Harvey suit. I'm cool, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, on, and then on, on top of that, man, uh, what was I about to say? Um, yeah, to the ladies, though, the summer's right ladies. around the corner, right? The summer's right around the corner, oh, right? What, what is Listen. this? What are you doing? Listen, if, if you yeah, were is- a fit, if you were in a fit and you gotta hold your stomach, do not wear that outfit. I cannot. You better <laughs> not say that. You gotta wear that outfit. You better. Hey man, that. chill out, bro. You, you, my yeah. thoughts and my thoughts only. Yes, please, PSA, please. <laughs> he tripping. He tripping. He tripping. I'm gonna go off screen now, girl. That good ain't never hurt nobody, baby. You, you keep wear what makes you comfortable, women. You are strong, positive, beautiful women. Wear what we makes don't you have, comfortable. We don't have and these are my thoughts and my thoughts only. We don't have another topic to get you. <laughs> We're just yeah. stuck here now. <laughs> we got to go to the sponsors. See what it's happens with you. D-Mac in on the show? <laughs> D-Mac, controversy. D-Mac is walking controversy. That was not on D-Mac. What's wrong with D-Mac? <laughs> First you come here and sound like Tom Brady. Now you're talking about <laughs> and all that. 
Hey, oh hey, my listen. god, man. Hey, listen, hey, listen. I, maxi I, I, dresses. All right. Listen, oh, you wear on. whatever you want. We're going on to the sponsors. Sponsored by Almond. I I cannot. Hey, no. listen, I don't I don't I don't discriminate these kangaroo kangaroo pouches. I don't. All right. Anyway, let's get to I want to tell you one right. thing I do hate though. No, no, no. no. All right. All right, let's get to the sponsor, yo. All right, so shout out to the good people. Oh, I'm Omni, sorry. Man. <laughs> keep doing this. Anyway, uh, 20% off of the USA and U.S. soccer gear. So 4th of July is right around the corner. That is next month. So they got that going on. And, of course, got the World Cup coming here in a few few years as well. And I think I think the U.S. women's team and the men's team, they got like a little um, – don't they have like a little tournament or something in between? Yeah, they have a you know, comp cap that they're doing now. Yeah, there we go. The comp cap. <laughs> yep, that is about to go on. So, yeah. You know, DMAC is the residential soccer soccer yeah, header. Yeah, he, he on it. He on it, yo. <laughs> and so, we, we still got the MLB logos. Got their old school retro look from the 70s and 80s regarding your favorite MLB teams. Got that going on. I wish and... Kansas City had a team. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> But yeah, Father's Day is this weekend. I was a little early on the last episode, but Father's Day is this weekend. So if you haven't got your dad a gift, you got that got that going on. So you might want to hurry and get that, you know, express shipping. So there's that. Uh, you got your pop culture teas going on and stuff like that. So yeah, go and copy some gear and pay homage. And shout out to the Denver Nuggets too, once again, because they got that collection going on as well. Since they won the chip yeah. NBA. Congrats to the Nuggets. Nobody cares. <laughs> had that conversation as well. Uh, That's crazy. Boring. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. So disrespectful. Hey. Right. That hockey, I know you were hey, not after the speech you just hey, gave. Look, look, someone else disrespectful. Look, as, as Kyle, as John, the hockey playoffs been kicking NBA ass. Period. But that, but that hockey, that Stanley Cup was a was a blowout too. It was. It was four. It was four one too. Vegas. I don't. Vegas I don't watch hockey. I, I was just trying to be a part of the conversation, Chuck. Yeah, you got to make you, numbers. You got to pop up at the mouth and stuff. <laughs> but, but but yeah, shout to the uh, shout to the Vegas Golden Knights though, man. They did their thing. The who? The Stanley Cup. Oh, Vegas they won. Yes, they won. Yeah. The Golden Knights. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like a C movie at best. That's terrible. That's a terrible name. Change that name. The Golden Knights. It could be worse. You could be the Commanders. <laughs> right. <laughs> Left hand up. <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> we are the Commanders. Oh, I love that song. What a great song. <laughs> yeah. So What's the Madu song up? though? Uh, we're not gonna go into that. <laughs> so would that be hey hey now? before we go before we go <laughs> before we go serious note serious note um i do i do miss you guys it's been a while i haven't been consistently but i think i got it figured out but uh we want to send a um a special shout out to ray lewis's family mm-hmm. he lost his son today ray, ray lewis the third i think yeah. is it dmac oh, mm-hmm. oh so wow. Yeah. yeah, so love to love and prayers to his family. 
love and prayers to the Wells family. Rest in peace, Antonio. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Um, that's all right. I mean, I mean, I don't really have anything else. I think we're good to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, we good. Hey yo, so, keep subscribing, keep liking, keep sharing. We appreciate y'all. We had a, a nice quality jump in followers and subscribers this week. We appreciate y'all. We hope to keep y'all entertained. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing, um, expanding and and multiplying and and entertaining for first and foremost. So we appreciate each and every one of you guys, new followers and old followers. And and Hefe, when you come back, we got to talk. Oh, if Hefe is out there, <laughs> I'm gonna get this message to Hefe. We got to talk. <laughs> but we love y'all, man. Kingdom Cast, bro. We love y'all for sure. We are the streets. And shout out to Kylie for being on Arrowhead Addict. I don't know if that's out or not, but yeah, send me the link. Check I need the link on that. It's out. It's, it's out. out. It was out. It's out. It's today. Also, um, and then also, like, if you haven't checked out Boogie on Arrowhead Cheap Podcast, he made his appearance on there this week too. So yeah, that check was, that out as well. Check both. That was a fun. That was a fun show. <laughs> that was a good. He did good. He did great, actually. So. So one so, day yeah. somebody's gonna invite me and D Mac on a podcast, and we'll be able to talk with other people. <laughs> I, I have been on on their herd, uh, Chiefs before. Uh, we did. Was that you, me? Me and you, Chuck? Yeah, we did that as well. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to them. Made appearances. Look at the team. I'm proud of my team. Love we you all guys. Doing our thing. We all doing our thing. So yes, yes, sir. With that being said, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share all your social media platforms. Until the next episode, we out of here. Leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the Britney Spears.